that alarm goes off. It's just there's a shutter that goes from my my head to my toes, and then this is take this a step at a time. Then we're up and out, and we're and we're trying to poop. First things that that's what we're trying to do. Eyes on the prize. Got to get in there, and you got to try to poop. Yeah. Prioritization of goals. That's like we talked about. What we do here is go back, 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 back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Wheel Route Podcast. This is mildly legitimate conversation amongst friends and lovers, sometimes about college football and lifestyle. You're getting a heavy dose of both today. You can find us on the internet at www.thewheelroute.com. Wheelroutepodcast at gmail.com is the email address. You can get the show via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Google Pod Center, etc. We're also on Instagram at Wheel Route Podcast. My name's Logan Whitehouse. I'm on Twitter at LogOnTheDawn. And coming to you guys from Stewart, Florida. Um, it's, we've got a run of some gray days here in Stewart, Florida. And that's okay, you know? It's been raining a little bit. Um, you know? Not much, not really much to report. Hasn't been hot, which is nice. Hasn't been cold, which is also nice. Who else is here? My name is Jordan Shank. I am in Harrisonburg, Virginia, where it was mighty cold and mighty rainy today. Mm. Um, I think this puts us solidly out of drought territory, which is good. You know, shout out to the farmers. Um, but yeah, it was like 38, 39. Don't think we crested the 40 degree mark. Uh, and we got a lot of precipitation. So very sleepy weather. It's like the Ravens, the Ravens, the conditions of the Ravens game on Sunday where sounds very similar that that looked so bad and none of the good players were playing for the Ravens. I can't imagine having to just like sit there and take it. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of the NFL, I would like to apologize for omitting UVA legend Dontavian Wicks from my NFL uh, quick circle on our previous episode. He scored two tuds against the bears and uh, the Packers are in the playoffs now. So wow. It's good. I'm I'm glad the Packers have finally gotten some fortune, uh, particularly yeah. at the quarterback position. They've been starved for a long time. So, uh, my name is Jason Breck. <laughs> I am also in Harrisonburg, Virginia, where yeah, it was just. Uh, also, I tweet things at Jason Breck. I don't remember if I did that last episode. I'm out of practice, but um, yeah, super gross day in the Friendly City today. Just uh, a very heavy rain. I believe there was some flooding reports uh, in the in the back. You know, I saw that on my weather app. Yeah, yeah. So and I, it it uh, it put some put some precipitation down, like Jordan said. So just you know, trying to get those greens lush and some fill in some fairways that Jordan and I did some damage to over the year. So yeah, exciting to be back with you guys. Grass, <laughs> That's very good. Um, excellent. Well, it's good to see you guys again. It was a mere two days ago that we did this. Um, there was a football game played in that time span. Um, not, not a banner year of playoff games. 
you know, I think we got a little spoiled. I thought the semifinals were awesome. I was going to say, that's a good take. The semifinals were a great pair of games. I did not think the Alabama-Michigan game was a great game. I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'll uh, say, we're it talking was, two different things here. It was compelling. Uh, it was not well played. That, yeah, they were exceeding semifinal games. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm tipping on to Michigan. Yeah. Michigan. Michigan does something to teams. Teams do not play good against Michigan. Michigan, Michigan, Michigan could be really good. Which we're, might we're be... talking about super early. We haven't even talked about everything we're drinking yet. But I'm gonna I'm gonna game out the theory that Michigan is just uh, the Italian national soccer team. Interesting. Okay. Uh, they will headbutt you. They they will headbutt you. They, there are some cheaters. They, they will bite you. They just signal up every game they're a part of, and I don't want to watch them play. Yeah, I'm on board with the I don't want to watch them play. Take. Yeah. Okay, yeah, me too. So anyhow, we'll, we'll, the national championship game was last night. Um, Michigan got off to a hot start in the game, kind of crammed the ball down uh, Washington's throat. Oh, you know what? I didn't ask you guys if you were drinking anything. Is anybody drinking anything that they want to announce before we get I one? am. Okay. I am putting a bow on this season with a weekday pour of Buffalo Trace. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Uh, I am... Uh, I found a bottle of Kona Big Wave at the old Martin's Sixers. Oh, so, surf's up, dude. Yeah. Kona Big Wave. That was the, the that was one of the COVID one of the COVID beers that yeah. was it's heavy and heavy in rotation when every day it was just a slog to make it to the four thirty PM COVID beer that you would have sadly on your porch. <clears throat> Anyhow, memories. Back memories. in some back in simpler times, you know. Um, okay, so back to the game. Uh, Michigan jumped out to an early 14-3 to lead and kind of looked like they were going to leave Washington in the dust. And uh, <clears throat> to Washington's credit, um, dug deep, got some stops. Michigan kind of gave them some stops. Michigan, as we pointed out in the, in, in the previous episode, Jordan mostly pointed out, I think, that like Michigan just kind of gets too cute and really, really, really is trying to sell – JJ McCarthy, the quarterback, the quarterback, um, to quarterback to you. And it's like pretty clear that if like a throw needs to be made more than five yards downfield, JJ McCarthy is not your guy, uh, that you want stepping into that throw. Um, and, and that's okay. Um, they very clearly were excellent in the other ways, but, uh, Washington battled back into the game going into halftime has cut the lead to 17 to 10. Correct. And um, we think, man, Washington gets the ball coming out of half. They're going to score. It's going to be a tie ball game, new game. And just bad interception by Penix right out of the gates was weird, trying to throw the ball away. Uh, and then well, the Washington ball, was, was kind of stepped on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, he's like, was getting like brutally cleated and stepped on. Yeah. And um, after that, yeah, it was just more kind Italian of Italian national team. Yeah, stuff. Yes. They were, they were, they were, they were, they were, I think that was friendly fire though, to be fair. It was, but um, it's fun to make the joke. So this is true. That's a good point. But anyhow, uh, from there on Washington, like just kind of was chasing the game the whole way was unable to put together the drives they needed. Um, they seemed to beat off last night. And I think that Michigan probably deserves a lot of credit for the beat off, but Penix did not like make pay the beat off. Hey now, <laughs> um, <laughs> they sort of beat off is what we're what we're going for. 
Michigan, well, yeah, you know what? They were off rhythm and off schedule. Yeah. That's, that's what we're go. going. And Michigan deserves credit for the reason that they were off rhythm. Off and rhythm off and off schedule. schedule. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Right. Um, I think I come out of this college football playoff um, very impressed with Jesse Minter and the Michigan defense. Mm-hmm. I don't think the mainstream media gave that unit enough focus heading into the playoff um i certainly didn't um and probably wrote it off as like yeah they put up good numbers but it was against the big 10 right they didn't really play anybody like your impressive wins were against a penn state team that doesn't do much on offense and an ohio state team who had some quarterback issues so i wasn't sure how it was going to translate to other conference champions. Um, I think I also looked at the Alabama game as like, well, Alabama seemed to lose that more than Michigan won it. And that's why I think I was still not sold. Um, But yeah, Michigan played a whale of a game on defense again last night. Um, Yeah. they, They blew up the interior, especially of Washington's offensive line, those guards and the center had a rough evening trying to handle the defensive tackles who are some big boys. It's going to be some tough film for the center. Some tough film. (laughs) For the second week in a row, we have a center (laughs) who's in the crosshairs. Um, And the DBs played really well, too. Um, Made some good tackles that... uh, I, I don't remember the guy's name, but number two, who was out there, I think it was, they mentioned, like, yeah, he missed four tackles against Alabama. He's been upset about it all week. And he made a couple just, like, he's the last guy on a five-yard out. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't wrap yeah. up, that's going for six. So he, he made a couple tackles that made me, like, almost think that he had, like, stick them on the gloves and, like, held them just long enough to get his arm, other arm around them. Like, yeah. he was very impressive. I loved watching him play. So kudos to Michigan's defense, especially the offense did enough. I think um, the the early cushion helped tremendously um, oh, yeah. because two cute Michigan was was on deck, ready Ace. ready to step into the batter's that, box. But that middle um, half hour was woof. Really impressed too with like the patience that uh, Michigan's running backs ran with, especially yes. in the first quarter. Um, Donovan Edwards scored two 45-yard touchdowns on essentially the identical action to either side. Yeah, it's like, like this run is stopped up, and I haven't been contacted, so I can look for a hole now. But I think when you're playing against, again, I never played organized football. I've watched a lot of film, quote-unquote. Um, but I think Slash would imagine that when you are playing against a unit who is not great against the run – you can kind of approach it a little more patiently from the get-go of like, hey, I don't need to explode from the mesh point and just hit the first crease I see as hard as I can because three-yard gains are going to be of of the utmost importance here. I can kind of like pick, pick and choose and afford to be a little more selective as to when I hit the go, go, go button. So... Um, yeah, good for Michigan. They, you know, we we may get into the the off off the 
field uh, stuff as to why they're not our favorite champions of the pa of recent memory, but um, they they played the heck out of the the two football games on the field yeah. that they needed to win, and yep. they whomped a good Washington team. So, kudos from that perspective. Yeah, I mean, I that was my the sorry turn around there. Um, the the difference maker was the the Michigan defensive line, which mm -hmm. I, I think we talked about it in the preview of like, well, Washington's going to be a really good offensive line. Um, and I think talent wise, that still holds true, but it's clear that what they did against Alabama and what they did against Washington, someone is scheming those boys up um, because they were getting an immense amount of pressure with four, occasionally five, they would bring a linebacker or they'd bring a court. Like they would, they employ the blitz off the wide edge so well. Um, it seemed like any time the they best times to yeah. do it too. So and they, they dialed up at the exact right time money. and the, you know, the right dude would be looking the entire wrong way. And so some right tackles like, Hey, there are these two huge men sprinting at me. That's probably not great. And, and then Penix is on the run and, and <clears> all that. And so, you know, kudos to the defensive line scheme, uh, very impressive, very clearly, uh, you know, Michael Penix had one of his worst games of the season, if not his worst. Um, and it, I think he was rattled early and often. I think he, you know, he he threw him in that first touchdown that they kicked the field goal on. Um, just missed a guy. Uh, he, I think it might have been the next drive that he missed the wide open. Like they finally got one on one and crossed up a safety. And he threw over the outside shoulder instead oh, of. Oh, he missed Odunze. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was unfortunate because I don't think that was a miss. I think that was just like an unfortunate thing that ha he threw the ball in the right spot. The receiver needs to adjust to the the coverage bust and like. So yes, big, uh, and he said probably. that as much. One of the guys on Twitter also mentioned. Uh, shout out to Space Coyote. I think he goes by on Sweet. Twitter, right. but um, he mentioned something about there was a bust in Michigan's zone coverage that they had on that play, and because of the bust, Odunze adjusted his route in a way that he shouldn't have and yeah. Penix threw the route that was called and so that's where the the miss the I think Adunze even I mean he said as much he did a good job of taking up for his guy you know so you like to see that but um yeah I mean that that was just super unfortunate but it was it was a miss right it was such a close I mean he damn yeah. near made a like a sprawling catch which it was on fourth down it's kind of a big play um frankly and i think michigan ended up kicking a field goal after that i mean to go up yeah i think the next drive um, that made it 17 three. three but yeah um yeah and so they, they just he didn't didn't play his best game and it, it must be said the washington receivers also did not have their best game they were no. a bit hamstrung but there were two or three just straight up drops um and yeah. at least one or two was it crucial uh junctures of the game um but yeah i kudos to washington for hanging in there they made some adjustments their run fits in the first quarter were absolutely horrid yes um, multiple like on both long none of the edwards runs i think there was like the the view from behind the quarterback and someone would take a picture and it's just a six unit wide lane and and I, I texted to you guys, it wasn't even that, like, Michigan's offensive line is great. And, like, once they get you pinned, you, that you're pretty much screwed. But Washington was filling 
outside of this gaping lane and like all Wonks, all Michigan had to do was wait for them to run past and then turn and like now you're in and yeah it was a little here. bit of like use their aggression against them yeah and and let yeah. them overrun it was the same yeah it was the bits. same idea of like you know letting a defensive end blitz past the quarterback and the quarterback stepping up they let these guys fill around the lane they were going to make and then they just i mean donovan was still very fast as it turns out and so he just ran forever and and you know kudos to washington they clearly fixed something uh and yeah it was also helped by Michigan, how many times did they pass in this game? Because it was 15 too many times. Um, <laughs> too many times. I well, I remember in the first the quarter thinking, like, uh, yeah. it's impressive that they have run as much as they have and they haven't tried to immediately establish a 50-50 yeah. balance. Because I think up 14 to nothing uh, or 14 to three, whatever it was, McCarthy had thrown five passes maybe. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh boy, they, they finally ate their vegetables and like yeah. are willing to roll out the Penn State game plan. But um, then they got that cushion. They're like, all right, we can try and get JJ right. drafted. And I uh, guess, like, to be fair, yeah, he threw the ball 18 times, but it felt like so many more because they did it at like inexplicable time. Like, I think they did it on like a third and three and a half at one point. And yeah, like, I, I was wondering why they were always th- trying to throw a quick out on third and yeah. three. When like they were running for four or five yards carry, right. and like if you're just go just go for it on fourth down on fourth and one, then I mean it's not like you weren't it's very... not, you were not going to get it. But I mean it's easy to it's easy to say, but I don't know. I feel like Michigan would have run away and hot, hit in that game if they had just like run the Harrisonburg High School 2008 or 2000 whatever when whenever we were in high school 2006 offense of just like let's run I formation and just beat them up. The the couple of times they brought that big jumbo formation out there, like it was seven yards, if not a touchdown, and they could have brought that out the whole game and won by forty if they wanted to. I mean that game that game could have easily been twenty four three at halftime, and yeah, like that's that. And but yeah, I, I mean I think you know the the third quarter was tied, but Washington, in my mind, won the middle thirty minutes and like never really. F- it, it was weird because it, it didn't feel like, oh, they're storming back or anything. Throughout the entire thing, it felt like, man, like man, it's, it's very strange that this is a one-score game. Yeah. Um, like, Michigan never felt in trouble, but Washington kind of outplayed them for the middle 30 minutes. It was very, very strange <laughs> game. I don't think it was a very – I agree with Logan. I don't think this game was particularly well played. Um, no. It seemed, lots it of seemed fairly mistakes. sloppy. Quarterback play yeah, was really not sloppy. great on both sides. Um, um, which is a shame because we we're coming off the heels of like Penix having like a a sensational an opus, right yeah, yeah right so um, um, on Penix's one touchdown he, throw he did point off a uh, receiver in the inside that was and awesome. sling that thing in there like yeah. like whipped it with his left hand which was tight um, pointed out a defensive holding penalty and while he was still pointing set up to throw the not yeah, banner navigate the the back judge too yeah like, yeah he he wound up between two defenders and a referee and <laughs> speaking of uh, the ACC crew no, not, not an awesome nice. day. Yeah, could have, could have been better. Did not did ESPN, not make a difference. Also, not a great night. Also, not a great night for uh, the worldwide leader. Uh, just in general, just a kind of a kind of a bit of a fart on top of what I think is a really good college football season. I thoroughly yeah, enjoyed. I would it. agree. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I guess um, just circling back, like it's interesting. I think Michigan has certainly done. They did the Georgia thing this year, right? They 
dominated a game with their defensive line. Um, they didn't Seven have to get the they didn't have to get super exotic on defense to generate pressure, which is nice because they have good DBs and they can yeah. you know. And then that that only adds to your coverage. I mean, we've seen that. That's how the New York Giants won a Super Bowl, right? I mean, this is a, a, a certainly a formula for for football for all time. And <clears throat> I just think that uh, we we probably got a little bit lost in the coverage of other Michigan things this year to maybe truly appreciate how maybe talented they were on the lines of scrimmage, especially their defensive line. Um, and they, yeah, like you're, Jason's right. They, they won. They were the reason that they won the game yesterday. It wasn't really anything else. And then, you know, they certainly getting off to a fast start helps, um, does afford you some more patience, but Michigan, I think all year has pretty much, been very willing to stick to their game plan um and you know and they and they did that i i I do think that they were trying to let jj let jj get some shine but um you know they didn't they didn't really need to do that and frankly it didn't end up really mattering that much uh because they had a pretty good cushion there so um yeah so now it should be said jj made a great play on third and long Mm -hmm. Uh, they're backed up against the goal line, which was infuriating as, as we texted about. He's pretty fast. Yeah, he's he's fast, but like, man, that's just such a bummer that Washington, like Washington could taste that punt and great field position come in and get a chance to go tie it up. Well, Michigan had been so stinky on third down. I mean, they were, they were terrible on third down all night, but to, to give up that one there was especially excruciating. Yeah. And then to be like Michigan didn't even score on that drive. They but that that let them drive down. I believe that might have been the drive that they punted from the plus thirty-eight. I believe they were on like twelve yards into Washington. Yeah, Harbaugh was so shell shocked from going for it on yeah. fourth down from his own like thirty-eight yeah. earlier in the game and yeah, not getting injured. Really like, no, we have to punt. So, we we must Yeah, punt. I mean Michigan very clearly the better team. Uh, I yeah. wish it felt I don't know. I guess they did go out and take it. Like they they played exactly the game they wanted to mostly mm-hmm. I guess. Um, no, they're so, they're really good at that. That that is something that Michigan is very good at. Yes, playing the I game wish, they want to play. I wish the game that they wanted to play was not as cynical as it feels like it is, which is yeah. probably just my like football preferences and all that stuff. But that like that's where I get the the Italian national team comparison of just like kind of famously plays a super cynical brand of soccer and it's going to defend like crazy and it's going to foul the tar out of you and it's going to I mean, which is interesting because we like and... we all i think appreciate what utah does and they do that to yeah. a, a greater degree right um yeah they, I, they I will think there's they probably will kill you with some like disdain at least from my chair I won't speak for you, <laughs> jason or you logan i'm not a but, hater at all like, i've never those I, rosters I are, that. are not the same those no, rosters are built different. And so it's like when you have allegedly all these toys and all these four and five stars, like why why are we doing this? Like because because I think we like view this? we probably view that brand of football as like that's great for closing talent gaps and not necessarily like what we want to see out of the elite rosters in in the sport. But it works. I mean, it's I'm, effective. Like I cannot argue with yeah. results. And even more so when you do it with all those toys and and fun stuff. But yeah, I, I think I agree. I'm just like, yeah, it's kind of why would you buy this awesome car and insist that you cruise in the left lane at 73 miles an hour? Like I just yeah, because it, it's like okay, Utah does it, 
but they kind of have to also. Yeah. yeah, they don't have five-star running backs and five-star safeties and yeah. Yeah, but yep. I mean, sure. I mean, sure, but like George also plays like that style, just like a much more souped-up souped version of that style. I mean, Michigan just ran that style to a national championship. Yeah. Um, I think. Well, I mean, Georgia. Why? Georgia. Georgia has a better quarterback and has had better sure. offensive play calling than Michigan has had, and so I think that it looks better. But like at the end of the day. Georgia's 100% down for a 17 to 14 game too. And that's because their defense is really good and their defensive line keeps them in the game, right? I mean, that's just going to be the fact of the matter. I'm trying to pinpoint why it feels like Washington and I mean, and why Michigan and Georgia play such differently. So like, differently I, I think defense. like Penn State is much more excruciating than Michigan. Well, I mean, but I think yeah, they're kind of two pieces in like, a pod. But no, they are, they're 100% two yeah. pieces in a pod. But like I'm saying, they're like, it, it, we're, we're, I don't think Michigan is the worst example of this thing. They just happened to ride it to the national championship, which I think is maybe why we're frustrated. Yeah. I, well, I think with one I of several reasons, thing, <laughs> well, sure. the, the, the better play calling plays a big role in the yeah. enjoyment factor. Right. And I yes. think we watched Georgia, Georgia's offense take the field and we're like, yeah, they could, they could throw a 70 yard touchdown pass on any play or, they could put together a 12 play nine minute drive, but there's always that like threat of like, Ooh, it could get really exciting really quick. And they're willing to do that with this Michigan offense. It was kind of like, they can still score quick, but it's probably going to be because of a missed run fit or like a missed tackle on, on a five yard out. And that's not necessarily like shout I'm out trying. to Sharon Moore for, for calling right. for dialing it up it's just like, um, yeah it, it worked i'm trying to think why because i even feel like georgia plays a more exciting brand of defense than michigan and i'm trying to think about why that is but i think it's probably just it's probably because they actually in, have like important meaningful games throughout the season instead of just sure. like one instead of just gray gray hammers for 12 weeks a year um, well yeah but it's just like you know if if they if they blow up Mich minnesota for whatever reason, I think it, and this is almost certainly my own biases, but like it, it feels like Georgia just plays a faster, more aggressive brand of defense. Like I think Michigan is, Michigan funnels you, right? And every good defense funnels you. But like Michigan is like, you are going to end up here and three of us are going to sit on you. Whereas it feels like Georgia, you know, it's super cliche, flies around the field a little bit more. And maybe it's because people trying to get outside more often in the SEC or against Georgia. Um, I, I don't know. I, I have no answer for why this is, but I I would much rather watch Georgia play defense than Michigan play defense. And I I, I don't know if it is actually because it's faster or it just seems Bill faster. Bill Muschamp factor. <laughs> it's going to be Will. I don't know. It's the only explanation. It's the only pattern difference. Ma pattern the match two. coverage. Someone's going to be open down there somewhere if Will Muschamp's <laughs> calling the place, that's for sure. <laughs> this is an interesting interesting conversation i i yeah. you know michigan's your national champion feels kind of weird to say given the weird season that they've had yeah. um i'm guessing harbaugh is probably not going to be the coach there next year which seems kind of weird that's my guess um i think it's probably 60 40 do you think sharon is sharon Moore the, the head coach at michigan next year I, I would love to see him get a chance. At this yeah, point, he kind of has to be. And I mean, they're not, what are they like, going to do? It'd be crazy not to. Lloyd and... Carr hanging out somewhere, ready to, ready yes, to please. don the jacket. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it, feel, it feels like a natural 
FIP and see, you know, he objectively beat Ohio State in yeah. the one game they needed to win. And so, yeah, you know, yeah, you to be fair, aggressive Ryan Day. He did. Um, and, and, you know, to be fair, Harbaugh was there that week and did everything but call the plays that we know of. Um, but, yeah, it, it seems like a natural fit. He's a Michigan man, which Harbaugh managed to throw them a, a bone in the press. I think he said if on his grave it said Michigan man, that would be enough. And I was just like, okay, Jim, let's relax. Let's yeah. throttle it back a little bit. But anyways, Delicious. yeah. Michigan, uh, well-deserved national champs, 15-0. And congratulations also to Connor Stallions for whatever role he played (laughs) in this, whether it was – Hope it was worth it. You know, I I still have have some questions as to what he's been up to since leaving the team. Yeah, Um, the whole whole thing has just been abandoned with no conversation in a very odd way. Did did we ensure that he was not going to games – after I mean, uh, he was at he the was Rose Bowl, dismissed. he was at the Rose Bowl. There was photo, like there was a picture of him taken at the Rose Bowl with like a shaved that's, head. That's kind yeah. of funny. If that, like, that's funny. If if yeah. we're being honest, but I like the cynic in me wonders. Um, I don't yeah, and, and if he wasn't up to nefarious deeds since leaving the program, um, some some might say he he uh, created a galvanization opportunity for the locker room. And sure. sometimes that's all you need. So that's that adversity. I, I hope he gets a ring. <laughs> that would be awesome. It would be truly hilarious. I mean, I saw like I mean like Taylor Lewan like tagged him in a in a yeah. picture, like hanging like hanging out with the Michigan guys and, and like he tagged like C Stallions. Like unbelievable. That's pretty sick. <laughs> so anyhow, I yeah, the the way that which the whole thing kind of just was like summarily dropped is interesting. I, I suppose there might still be some sort of investigation ongoing i'm curious to know now we're getting the thing where it's like hey by the way everybody still signs like this isn't just like this isn't the the, the same this isn't just stealing signs of course everybody yeah. still signs yeah. this is uh numerous coaches on your staff that got fired for being involved yeah. in this and like never had to answer any questions for for no reason they Hard were just they, got destroyed and yeah yeah, yeah. right so, um, you know, I will say shout out, shout out to the funniest industry source quote in the world, which multiple people were like, this is obviously Pat 40, which I also thought was funny. But the guy who was like, yeah, everybody cheats. Kansas cheats all the time in basketball. Nobody says anything about them. Only person who doesn't cheat is Vanderbilt. And they suck. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude, Vanderbilt just got the only pure thing is yeah. Vanderbilt. And they, they got suck. just caught the biggest stray they ever drive by on Vanderbilt. What have they done to deserve this? Not much. Uh, but I, yeah, I, I agree with you. It, it just seems like, yeah, they, they fired Stallions and they fired like two other very low-level assistant coaches for destroying hard drives. And then they were like, okay, right. we'll just keep playing. And, and their coach also was suspended for the second yeah. time this season. That's, and, then, and then that was that was like, we're, we're straying close to a very deep rabbit hole of things that are eye-rolling about this Michigan football season. But Jim Harbaugh saying in the press conference, no, we didn't have to worry about that because we're all innocent. It's like, no, you got suspended, my man. You did not coach. And, and it sounds like this. you like took essentially what amounted to a plea deal to for the suspension. Literally. So yeah, you so had a chance you, to fight it in court and then yeah. you uh tapped out. Before. You ended the Big Ten investigation by getting suspended. And the NCAA would take like six months and bury it on a Friday and that'll be that. But 
I'm excited for him to go to the NFL and the NCAA to finally apply like a six year show cause. Be like, see, we did our due diligence. He's six years. We punished him good. He's hanging out with Jeremy Pruitt. We got him. Guys, we got him. Guys, we got him. <laughs> six six years. Out. That's like about the length of an average Jim Harbaugh, um, full Jim Harbaugh, like coaching life cycle uh, of like, you're, you're welcome. You have two good years. You make the Super Bowl and then just things go off the rails and you wear out your welcome and then you get fired. Yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah. Things get very rocky in the back half. <clears throat> Okie dokie. Well, congrats to Michigan. A hearty. Let me be the first to give Michigan a hearty congrats uh, on the <laughs> national the champion. Michigan men. Congratulations um, to all the another, men. the twenty twenty three, I guess twenty into twenty four season comes to an end. Um, it was, a, it was a fun one, you know. Yeah, they're all good. It. They're all good yeah. ones. Uh, Washington was a lot of fun this year. I really enjoyed the sort of Washington Oregon thing we had going on. Um, you know, it was good distraction from the teams that I was that I'm personally involved in. Really really kind of uh, bringing the vibes down. So glad to have some redemption. Yeah. But it's a new year. It is a new year. Speaking right. of new year, guys. Well, I, I, before before we do yeah. that, okay, please. we're going to take a quick look at the board, the early board for 2024. Thank we have you. preliminary national championship odds, mm. uh, excluding Virginia schools, of course. Um, uh, so I'll give you guys. Yeah, they were going to have good odds, I'm sure. I think I think Jamie was five hundred to one. We were tied for the best odds in Virginia. There's a lot of value there, because yeah. um, they might they might f around and make it to the playoff. And Who's to at, stay? And then you point, just got to win three. Zero and zero. It's one That's game right. season. That's right. Um, so I'll give you guys the top six. If you have any questions about specific schools, other than that, just holler. We've got Georgia favorites plus four twenty five. Alabama number two at plus six hundred. Ohio State at plus seven fifty. Texas at plus nine hundred. Michigan at ten to one, and Oregon at eleven to one. Seems a I've little seen, high on Bama. I've seen Oregon. Well, I wasn't one of the things this year that they were pretty young. Sure, but like I mean, do, they don't have Bo Nix next year. That, I thought he said Bama. I did say Bama, but yeah. oh, okay. I thought you fair, were saying the Alabama thing. Alabama also doesn't have Bo Nix next year, which would be hilarious. This is true. If this is true. Factually accurate. Yes, but um, Oregon does. Oregon has two good quarterbacks, don't they? They have Dylan Gabriel and Dante Moore. Oh my gosh, I forgot Gabriel went there. So the, do they even have one? They they might have an embarrassment of riches problem. <laughs> that's what the that's what we've said in the past. <laughs> that's a good point. If you have two quarterbacks. Um, I would love to see Oregon be awesome. Uh, I don't know for whatever reason, fun Oregon is like more fun than any other team. I think, but yeah, um, that also it also helps that they've been very very good when they're fun. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, feels like Georgia's the the no brainer to the point that like it might just be good value because there there's probably like a forty five percent chance they win the national title. Yeah, I mean, um, they're going to make the playoff, and yeah. then, like, you're going to take Georgia against any of the teams that aren't Alabama or Ohio State, um, barring, like, some – yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm with you, Cracky, on that one, but uh, I don't think – I don't, I don't, have I don't think that's, like, that those. exciting – yeah, that's exciting, that exciting yeah. to talk about. I, I guess not. Michigan's losing quarterback and potentially the coach, so they, that's why they're 
Blake Corum. Yeah. Just some a lot of uncertainty, I think. Running backs, Pashaw. <laughs> Replaceable. Uh, Fauquier County product, Blake Corum. Wow. Yeah. He's from Nova. Just another, another sterling job of recruiting by the, the crack in-state yeah, the uh, staffs in the <laughs> strong Virginia recruiting. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, that feels like a pretty reasonable top six, if I'm being honest. Like, I, yeah, I'm going to that. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be that group. I mean, if you wanted to take a flyer on someone, maybe that's a more a more interesting conversation. It's like, do you think that um, – I'm trying to think, like – Ole Miss. So Ole Miss is eighth at 16 to one. You know who's going to not be fun for anybody to play against next year is Arizona. The Gators. Oh, that's because they have future Florida Gators head coach Jed Fish pulling the trigger. <laughs> <laughs> Auditioning for the Gators. Yeah, the, the go-go fish hive is out here. Uh, I've, I'm sniffing around, sniffing around a little bit. Um, what, is, uh, what do we think Florida State looks like next year? So with DJU. DJU, yeah, but I wasn't this the year kind of similar to Michigan where like a lot of guys came back. Yes, because they had unfinished See, business. They lose, but they, this was going to they're going to be. I think they're going to be pretty decimated at like receiver. Um, so they lose. They lose Travis. They lose Trey Benson, the running back. Coleman and Wilson, the receivers. They lose their tight end. Uh, they lose Jared Verse off the defensive line. They lose two linebackers in the safety. So. Yes. I think it's going to be a little bit of a step back for them. Um, yeah, they probably are still doing their thing, and you know, I would guess they're still top. 15. Money Mike is out here working the portal. They did just pick up a wide receiver, Malik Benson, I believe, transfer from Alabama. Yeah. Um, so good for them. But yeah, I think, and you're 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 really like hoping that DJU can be like fun spontaneous DJU because that kind of is what plays well in that offense, and I don't know that he is. I, I know that the, the Florida State coaching staff, like from an offensive standpoint, like they'll coach and they'll like get the offense to probably work with a, a good quarterback. But I, I watched Oregon State was pretty regimented, and I think like DJ, you did a good job running that system. Yeah, and I don't know that like the sort of go go Florida State offense. Would be an interesting, is. interesting fit for sure. But I also think that Jordan Travis is an insanely unique specimen too and i'm sure that their offense looked the way it looked because they had him right so i don't think that they're just going to try to ram dju into the jordan travis role and force him to just improvise and you know be super jitterbug in the the pocket and stuff like that he's better at other stuff yeah i mean this is utah yeah that's true with uh 27 year old cam rising allegedly back (laughs) Dude, if there's a if there's a camera, just like a a cam a cam rising cam, cam. camera on week one cam, next cam. year, and he's still in a knee brace, walking around, like <laughs> flicking his hair, just playing grab it on the sideline. Like I don't want to, I don't want to see it. Keanu Reeves and point breaking it. What was the? Uh, wasn't there some wrestling gif of the guy who gets wheeled out in the wheelchair with like oh, the cast? He's got the fake cast, up, yeah. And then he whips the blanket off and stands up. And like, <laughs> that would be a great Cam Rising welcome to Week Zero yeah. moment. Yes, it would. Love this idea. Yep. Um, yeah, I guess I'm just trying to think if there's any like I can't. I think the Big Ten is going to have the usual suspects plus 
now they have Washington and Oregon. Um, Washington going to need to do something with the quarterback, I'm guessing. And and, and, receivers. Uh, and receivers. Their uh, backup quarterback transferring to Harrisonburg. Go Dukes. Go Dukes. Keeping that purple. Husky. He, he was a Husky, and now he's a Duke. That's right. A bulldog. He's going to feel got, the bulldog bite. Got that dog on him. Still a canine. All right. Do we want to move into admissions? Fun season. We'll, I'm sure we'll have some uh, some additional content in the coming weeks. Guys, the Gators are really staffing up the off-the-field staff. I want you, you, want you all to oh, know good. that. Totally that's, I mean, that's one Totally that's one revamping. thing they desperately needed was more coaching staff. The nutrition so staff has been totally revamped. Sure. Um, uh, they no so longer... Did anything ever come of the Willie Corn is getting hired after the bowl no. game? No. Okay. No, we are the, the Gators are, are just proceeding forward with uh, the current situation. I suppose there's still an opportunity. Like Rob Sale, the offensive line coach, like worked in the NFL. He's the kind of guy that like maybe would want to go back to the NFL. Like maybe, maybe you're just waiting on some stuff like that to happen or or not to happen. Um, they did hire. Uh, Auburn's defensive coordinator to be the inside linebackers coach, which seemed like a hmm. pretty good hire. He's like an old guy. So he's going to be like one of those like associate head coach of defense, co-defensive coordinator, inside hmm. linebackers coach, like blah, blah, blah. But he's like, he's a name, Ron, Ron Roberts or something like that. Like he's a name yeah. you would, you would recognize. It's like a, just That's a, a, college football he's a name defensive right coordinator looking dude too. You know, he's old. Um, he probably put his hands on you. No problem. So, um, yeah, so I think he, like, that's probably good. I think they still need maybe one more higher on defense. And then, like, as of now, I don't think anything has changed on offense. I, I thought Billy Gonzalez was leaving, too, and the, the wide receivers coach, and he hasn't left yet. So unless there's, like, wholesale changes coming based on, like, NFL shufflings, um, I guess we're going to see how it goes. <laughs> That's one way to approach it. Billy Napier seems to be very enamored with the New York Giants uh, staff, too. I think Rob Sale came from there. They just hired their strength and conditioning coach. Um, they hired another guy from their strength program from the Giants. Like, I, I don't know what's why why the Giants, but, um, yeah. you know. Wink Martindale's available now. Is he? I thought they were yeah. keeping him. Oh, man. Wink. No, I, I heard he's out. Oh, okay. What a name. What a, what a guy too. He looks. Yeah, he's... there's a guy who looks like a defense. <laughs> yes, yes. For you sure. want to talk about aesthetics? <laughs> Wings Our... got it down pat. All right, so that's enough Florida Gators off season um, talk for now. I'll I will begin summarizing my lies after DJ Lagway throws for 500 yards in the spring game. So just we'll check in check in on Logan after the spring game. The annoyance, the annoyance will be ramping up. We'll be we'll be yeah. we'll be right on schedule with where we like to be. Uh, I'm going to set a calendar reminder in my phone. <laughs> Florida spring game. <laughs> I'm going to go. I think I might just go see DJ play. DJ, DJ, save just us! Paint, paint lagway on your chest, just to me. Yeah, <laughs> we couldn't get enough guys to get all the letters, so I'm, I'm with here. the bodies. I wore here for you, I'm... DJ. All right. Well, they do call me Lag One uh, on the greens, yeah, so you know he's a Lag Brother. This is very good. All right, we're back, ladies and gentlemen, from the break that we took 
shout out to the sponsors. Um, that Miller, that Miller Light read. Wow, what a what it an gets, ad that is. It gets them every time. Absolutely. Okay, you guys, thank you for joining us. Um, we we're gonna we're we're going to have Jordan just introduce this as a period of accountability, and um, you know, it's a new year, new year, new us. Uh, we're on to uh, we're on to 2024 here, so we're going to talk through some goals that we have and maybe some reflections on 2023. Uh, if you don't want to listen to this, please don't. It doesn't have anything to do with college football, but it should be a fun chatter. And uh, you'll this get is to... the lifestyle portion. Yes, of this yes, lifestyle portion of the podcast. Regrettably, I am am not drinking enough uh, to really make it <laughs> make it a lifestyle portion, but that's okay. Let's uh, let's get to. It. I think so. Jason, Jason's going to lead us off as is tradition on the podcast. Um, Jason, yeah, for, so first some context at, at yeah. this same time last year, yes. we kind of introduced um, for 2023. Here are some goals we are setting for ourselves, um, mo- mostly focused on golf, the, the beautiful game, the Joga Bonita that, that we all love and hold dear. Um, so each of us are going to revisit those goals, uh, be honest about how they went. Did Did we reach those goals? Did we fall a little short? Um, and then we'll get to lay out our 24 milestones that we hope to reach. Thank you. So Jason, take it away. Right. Okay. Uh, I Last year, I, from what I heard, uh, I went, had to re- go back and revisit. Clearly, I was very good at uh, uh, taking note of taking stock of my Have goals monitoring. mid-year. Yeah. yeah, super good at it. But I was pretty successful. They were more golf goals last year. I uh, this year have added several life goals. Um, That's in good. my effort, effort to be a renaissance man. Um, okay, let me loosen up here. This is going to be good. So um, last year I set these goals. I'm pulling up my sticky note now. Um, so this year, 2023 is my first year having a, a year-long golf membership. I wanted to make it worth it. I wanted to play enough golf that it like was actually a good purchase. Uh, emphatically cleared that hurdle. Uh, I should kept, hope so. Kept track of, uh, yeah, I I, uh, yeah, I put a lot of rounds uh, this year. I didn't actually take note of how many, but um, yeah, I made, the, I made the membership worth it uh, 2nd of July. So the entire final five months of the year where he was playing for free. Pure profit. Um, yeah, pure profit. Uh, I set a goal that Jordan and I win our golf league. We did not. We played too well too early and really set ourselves uh, a, hard, a hard road to pave. Um, but, you know, we live and we learn. Um, well, Don Hyde's team play... is too good. I mean, that's, that's the other thing. Yeah. I mean, just... They're too savvy. What are you going to do? do? Soft hands. Uh, I, wanted, I wanted to play at least five competitive rounds of golf. Uh, I did that. I played... Uh, Jordan and I played the Dorman Cup and the Munger Cup together, which were incredibly fun. Uh, I also played the Heritage Stroke Play Championship, Heritage Oak Stroke Play Championship by myself, which was uh, transformative in a way. <laughs> less, less fun, less less fun, yeah. but. Uh, <laughs> my worst day of golf for the entire year, uh, right out of the shoot on the first day of the Stroke Play Championship. Uh, mm. Just had no idea where the ball was going. Uh, uh, it, it would. It was going to be really bad regardless. But then, like, I played a couple unlucky bounces. It was a disaster. Uh, walking down the left rough on the 18th hole, my push cart cut like a pothole or something, and just completely flipped over, just to really put the cap on the day. Uh, yeah. Not not an enjoyable round of golf. But um, it actually the the next day, 
the three of us that were paired together. Jordan was not one of them. He was up amongst the leaders, but um, we just kind of played without a care in the world, um, and it was wonderful. We had a great time, and um, that did wonders for uh, the the mental the mental fortitude that I was going for in 2023. Um, so, anyways, competitive rounds of golf for fun. Uh, I wanted to play three new courses at Virginia. I did not accomplish this. I don't think. I believe the river course, uh, the Pete Dye, Dye River course down in Virginia Tech, was uh, my only new course. It was wonderful, uh, rave reviews, but um, did not accomplish that one. Wanted to hit 8,000 putts uh, on my little practice mat. I think I probably got to around 7,000. I dropped the ball on the spreadsheet, but the last putts I tracked were in May, and I had 3,800 at that point. Um, so I think I was probably, I, the pace slowed in the second half of the year, but I think I was on pace to to get like 7,000, 7,500 something there. That um, pretty good. That's a lot of putts. It was a lot of putts. And it, I would have thought you would have, I thought, improved. I would have thought you would have put it better if you actually did that much. That's crazy. No, I'm just kidding. Thanks. Appreciate that. Fair. <laughs> Uh, that was like so. I had a, I had a bunch Black of Smith blow goals. cricky over here. Is what they call him, yeah. you know. Just, I'm simply too strong on the greens, um, physically. Uh, I had a bunch of statistical marks to hit that I will not run entirely down. <coughs> Thank the you. key ones were uh, I hit 44% of my greens, which is eight per round, which was big for me. Um, and I got my penalties per round down below three, and those are those are. Uh, at penalties so it's like half a stroke for a fairway bunker and half a stroke for a green side and two for out of bounds and stuff like that but that in the past had been a huge problem for me and so i dropped more than a full penalty stroke per round this year which is good um and then the capper was i wanted to get my handicap under six it currently sits at the best it was all year at 5.4 so i'm very Ooh, happy with that so, he did it I will say a very all... successful golf season for myself. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Well done. I I also, uh, <laughs> there was uh, some hinting in last year's gold podcast about quitting my job, and I also accomplished that goal. So. <laughs> we, we, and we are most proud. Better. We are most proud of you for yeah. doing that. Yeah, we are very proud of me there's for a lot of, doing this. There's a lot of uh, direct questioning of Jason at various points mm -hmm. this year. Hey, yeah. man, so... When's that happening? And I'm saying, honestly, probably lowered my handicap two or three shots just in and of itself. Hey, that's good to know. Um, I got to not even not even through into his practice time, but purely on mental golf uh, coaches. Don't you don't want you to discover this one trick? And this one <laughs> trick will drop your handicap. Just be quitting your job and just grinding your nuts off. Yes, <laughs> just abandon that sinking ship. Um, Anyway, so yeah, very successful 2023. So that informed a lot of my 2024 goals. I'll try to go relatively quick with this. Um, a lot of them are repeats, uh, make membership worth it again. Uh, I want Jordan and I to win. I, I amended it to a trophy, whether that is our league or an event Trophies. that we enter. I it's want trophy us, season, baby. I want us taking home <laughs> hardware. Is that that's the important part? Um, I've upped. I want eight competitive rounds instead of five. I'm redoing the three new courses in Virginia, the 8,000 putts on the mat, and uh, I have a bunch of revised stat goals that I have in my spreadsheet that I want to busy you guys with. But um, 
I want to at some point this year, I won't say end of the year with it because a lot of times my handicap goes up late in the year. Um, but I was playing pretty well at the end of this year. I want to get my handicap down below three for as long as possible, which is seems like a stretch goal, but I think my game is in a place where I can do that. I have seemingly smoothed out the wild peaks and valleys um, with the help of uh, a better driver and a widely improved short game. Um, so now I need to... So just uh, for clarification, this yeah. is a better driver performance, not a new driver. Yes, that's correct. Still okay. still the trusty M2, uh, but it has... It has the, the cone has narrowed uh, significantly. Excited for Jason to get an actual new driver and the cone to be back. That's... <laughs> Don't tip me. Don't tip me. Reintroducing the capital C But I swear I'm flying at 315. This is going a little too well. carrying at 315. Get some, get some new equipment in the bag. <laughs> Shouts out to friend Cone of the podcast, is- Connor Whitehouse. Um, but yeah, I think I think if I who has like, who has de- allegedly is debuting it, and I quote, "new a rebuilt swing." Okay, Ooh. so and he's <laughs> hitting it. He, he's striping it. He's, he's striping it. Have Connor call in. We'll we'll get Connor on the podcast. Yeah, to, maybe maybe, get this maybe he can take um, us into the garage and we can uh, break down the the swing. Um, but yeah, but, I mean, listen. Did you get him some uh, Gankus gadgets for Christmas? <laughs> No, I have a clicker though. I have the wrist. I have a G snap. I can I could uh, loan out. Um, sorry, Jason. but yeah. Anyways, I think uh, I actually I, Jordan and I talked about this a little bit. So like for a couple of years there, like Jordan was the very steady golfer, and I was like double birdie par, double par birdie, like all over the place. Um, mm-hmm. And this year, I just especially the second half of the year, I made so many pars. And uh, the volatility index has flip flopped. Yeah, very much so. And um, but I, I think I'm in a place where I can start getting a little bit closer to the pin uh, a little bit more often, getting some birdies on the card. Um, so I think I think three is out there and I look forward to it. Um, non-performance wise, uh, I want to play with 25 new people. I haven't played. I played a lot of golf with a lot of people that I really like um, and enjoy playing with, but uh, you know, it's fun to play with new people. I want to, you know, get out there and yeah. I think I, I think I actually play better with new people because I don't get as angry and I get that just kind of vibe. Um, so that can only help. Uh, I want to, I can say this openly now. I want to uh, play for money more frequently. I said 25 times, but that's a, that's a flexible number. I want to just like, let's get some skin in the game. I haven't, we've, we've always enjoyed it when let's we've wet the beak act- a little bit. Yeah. Sure. When we've actually done that, Jordan, we've actually always enjoyed it. Um, and uh, it, I've usually played better when I play for money, which is weird, which is famous last words. So write that down. It can be a slippery um, slope, yeah. But yeah, I want to do that. Uh, I want to make 100 birdies. I made 76 plus two eagles last year. Uh, and I want to have 15 rounds with no doubles. I had 11 last year. Dang. So those are all my golf goals for the year. Um, life goals. Uh, I want to read 30 books, uh, which wow. is, uh, yeah, it, it's, I feel like it's a little optimistic, but it's a good stretch goal. Um, Get excited and, for my number, which is not yeah. 30. <laughs> well, I have based on uh, 2024 have, three performance. I also I have infinitely down. fewer children than you do in my defense, but it's true. Um, actually correct. Anyways, uh, in the last couple months, since I've had more free time, I've uh, really, gotten back into reading and uh, very much enjoyed it and found some really good books. There's a wonderful uh, little independent bookstore that just opened in Harrisonburg a few months back uh, called 
parentheses that I get a lot of very good books that I would not normally think to check out. Uh, so I want to read more. The official um, bookstore at the Real Route. Wheel route that's podcast. Right. That's yeah, I'll bleed it out because free ads for yeah. free ads for small businesses. Um, not if I have anything to say about it. <laughs> they can pull themselves up by their bootstraps and pay this and cut a, and write a check to the wheel route. <laughs> a very reasonable amount to the wheel route podcast. Uh, I want to use my passport. I haven't traveled internationally in a while. Um, and I've actually, Ooh. this is an embarrassing thing to admit, I have never left North America. I've been to Canada. I've been several places in Mexico and the Caribbean. I don't I've think never it's that embarrassing. Too. I've never ventured. I've never crossed an ocean. I've never done anything like that. So I want to do this something. I mean, I'm, something I'm, that gets my that. passport stamped. Um, I've been to thirty states. I want to visit three new ones this year. Nice. Uh, You've been to Arkansas. I don't remember. I feel like I have, but maybe I haven't. I had the whole the list, and now it's gone. calling. Just saying, maybe you know the the it's official like, luxury uh, golf course say. of the Wheel Round Podcast. Love that. <laughs> it's, it's calling. <laughs> um, I want to uh, on the this is uh, in terms of physical condition. I want to acquire some sort of workout equipment. Currently, my entire workout equipment is two twenty pound dumbbells. I got you. Uh, I got you, buddy. We can talk about this. Yeah, this, this is this is my wheelhouse. I love this. Let's, let's break this down. Seriously, uh, right not, time. Not, not joking. No, I'm fully on board. Bowflex. Um, I hope I hope you're excited for to get a Bowflex. No, I'm just mm. kidding. But I, I will help you out. Yeah, uh, on that note, I want to I want to work out at least two hundred times in the year 2024. Um, just anything like you know, even if like. If I'm at the beach and I just like knock out push-ups until I can't anymore, that's a workout. And if I, you know, if I feel like crap and I just do crunches until I can't, that's a workout. If, frankly, I'll count. If I walk 18 holes, walking, I might count that no, as a workout. Yeah, walking counts as a yeah. workout for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, walking nine holes, you're walking like two and a half, three miles. That's true. So. That's a great point. Um, I also you have one here. Go go running a hundred times. That might be. That's a pretty Ooh. significant stretch. Yeah. That's like every. That would get you halfway to your workout goal, though. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, are, um, are you going to put a uh, distance qualifier on the running? <laughs> I will run to my first drive every time I play. Um, yeah, I, like you, you don't need to tell us what it is, but are you going to have yeah, like, uh, discounts as a... I'll, I'll tell you. I, I would even think like half a mile at least. Okay. Like something that gets the heart rate going for it's a like while. Half a mile more than I want to do, so good, <laughs> good for you. Man. A little mo cardio is all I'm about. Um, and then... Uh, two mental health things i want to i gotta fix my sleep schedule my sleep schedule is horrific oh, um, brother you and i are i that's yes. a really good I, one i like i get I like to sleep that. i go to sleep way too late and i sleep in way too far um shouts mm. out to being i i was i don't sleep in way too far i'll wake up and then just not get out of bed because I don't have to get to work and stuff like that. And I need to do better at that. Um, well, so the I 200 said, workouts thing could help you out there. So yeah, very much so. And I think these are uh, also like maybe uh, mockable goals, but I said in bed before midnight, four times a week and out of bed before 8 a.m. five times a week. <laughs> it's such a low bar to clear. <laughs> hey, listen, it's a goal. So I'm I mean, unemployed. That's, that's and, improvement. Uh, yeah. And uh, hopefully my my next venture will also um not have uh requirements for me to get out of bed super early so i'm going to hold myself accountable for that as well um and the, the last one i i don't have a good way to measure this but i want to improve how i 
use screens. Um, like I'm on my phone and it's super easy to just cruise Instagram reels for a while. And then you look up yes, and you spent 19 minutes cruising Instagram reels or like, I, I do this all the time. Like I was like, Hey, well, you know, it's a quiet moment in the house. I could do something productive. Might as well put community on for like the 12th time. Um, right. you know, just run through, run through some Netflix or, and I always say, like, oh, I'll just have it on in the background and I'll get some work done while I do it. And I never it's never just on in the background i just watch the show so um i want to be more more deliberate with my screen time like screens exist you got to use them i i love tv it's a very fun thing to do i want to still be able to watch my shows but i need to do a better job of like not just that is the default nothing else is happening activity like instead of doing that oh, like read yeah. a book or make some notes about something or looks like the workout just, thing would help you out there like the yeah. going to bed earlier thing probably helps you out there in that regard yeah. a little bit too so these are these are it's synergy that's what we're about this year it's the year we of are, synergy we are see so here that is that your word that's your word of the year it synergy. might be my word i've <laughs> i've thought about this for five whole seconds now and that might be my word my word is roctane so Diesel. i hope you guys are ready to ready to roctane <laughs> so anyways those are my goals thank you for coming to my aspirational jason much I like it i love that are you yeah. are you guys running been... back the um, Lakeview memberships? Yes. Yeah. Nice. Sweet. I'm a verbal commit at this point. I have a sign on intent, but it's, it's going to happen. Yeah. Mm. Same. Excellent. So I actually I have written all of these down this year, which is a hefty step up from last year. <laughs> that is a good um, start. And I've Shout gotten to DJ Pie. Print your goals. That's right. Print the goals. Print, the first list. goal. First goal is print the goals, and we have accomplished yep. that. So. Uh, Jason, why don't you choose as the leadoff batter? Who do you want to go next? Oh boy, this is a lot of pressure. Um, you know, as as the person that I tied with in this year's picks, I think Jordan deserves to go next. We'll just keep the order standard. So. All right, that works. A familiar caught order somehow caught astray there, order. but it's, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't say that you. Yeah, we can definitely tie second last. Yeah, we just said Jason and I tied. You long time, long time listeners will understand what happened, but new people yeah. might not. They know. Real ones know. Real ones know. All right. Uh, so last year I only did golf goals. Um, this year I have ventured into the personal territory. We'll see how that goes. Um, but my my session of accountability has has opened. So we we are open for accountability business. Dum -dum. Um, First goal on the list, one round under par. I did not meet that goal. I had some good opportunities, yeah. and it just didn't happen. You got you to play all 60 minutes on the football field. You got to play all 18 holes on, yeah. on the course. Um, so that, that was a bummer, um, but we're on to Tennessee. We'll, the, the opportunities will be plentiful. Um, Speaking of which, before I go further down the list, guys, the 23 season as a whole was uh, was vigorous. It included a lot of golf. And the haters and losers might say perhaps too much golf. They might have, they might have a point, but that, that's between me and Jesus. Um, in 2023, I carded 83. Five rounds nice. of my own ball, uh, which is over 1,500 holes of golf. Um, just playing my own ball. That does not include, you know, 
Hit and giggle scrambles. It does not include best ball tournaments like the ones Jason and I played in. Um, that's a lot of golf, and and I enjoyed ninety eight percent of it uh, immensely. Um, but yeah, back to the goals. Uh, one round under par did not happen. That's a bummer. Uh, goal number two was finish the year with a handicap under eight and a half, which I snuck in under the bell. I'm currently at a seven seven. So I look forward to getting multiple strokes on our lanky lefty, Jason Kreck, for the next several weeks um, whenever we go play some of his money rounds. Um, I also had average fewer than 34 putts around. Uh, according to the Grint, I finished right at 34 on the year. So technically that's an L. I, that, you know, 34 is not fewer than 34. Lang language um, matters. Language matters. Any, any math teacher will tell you that 34 <laughs> is not less than 34. Um, and then I had, I wanted to play 10 or more new to me courses. So courses that I am playing for the first time. Knocked this one out of the park. I hit 15 on this list. Um, only one of them in Virginia. So yeah, you are uh, you are the king Nevada, of golf, king of golf. A lot of Nevada Explorer. and a yeah. lot of Florida courses on yeah. on that list. Um, moving into 2024, the golf list uh, pretty similar to what we had last year, just some adjusted numbers based on you know where the game's at, where the body's at. Um, one round under par, back on the list. You right. you, you continue to be. America's most wanted. Our white uh, whale. Jason, I I like what you said about the low handicap number. Um, I was thinking in the same vein of I don't love the idea of the goal being finish the year with because that's kind of conditional on like how you play golf in in a three or four month span. So I want my low handicap in 2024 to best my 2023 low watermark, which is a 3.3. Um, so that's the number we're trying to beat at some point this year. I like that. Um, Want to get hot and do that. Uh, next goal is a dub. Shout out to, shout out to you guys. They've been talk, talking a lot about 24 yes. being the year of dubs. Um, I want a dub. Don't don't care what it looks like. It could be um, the the hardware that Jason and I went together at some point. It could be I went a flight in in an individual event with a larger field. It could be that I f around and fall into two good rounds at a smaller field event at Heritage and and take one of those. Um, but a dub is is in the crosshairs for me in 24. Um, the new to me courses goal, I'm gonna bump that up to 12. I do so realizing that I'm kind of running out of- of gonna say, you gotta, you're gonna have to get to the sets here. Friendly <laughs> options in both uh, Nevada, uh, maybe less so in Florida. Yeah, but, we can, um, we can, for sakes of, of, of meeting goals, we can always, uh, I got some. I got some things to show you. <laughs> yeah. some places that yeah. I've been around here, but yeah. Yeah. So I think I think to meet this one, um, I'd like to play a couple of different 
courses in Virginia for the first time. Um, the Nevada courses, I'm, I might have to dip into the, uh, the side hustle purse a little bit deeper than I have in the past for those. But, but at the same time, that could be a lot of fun. Um, and may try and hit some new states on the list, depending on where my travels take me this year. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna aim for twelve, not be tore up if if we get ten or eleven though. Um, and then my final golf specific goal is gonna be thirty three and a half or better putts per round. Um, mm. I think overall, my putting improved greatly this year. I think I agree. stats maybe don't necessarily bear that out. Um, it is still an area of my game where I tend to uh, speed up or or kind of punt on at times if a round's going south. So we're going to continue to try and sharpen that edge, um, really, really focus on, on two putts or better uh, throughout a round, um, and probably try to practice my putting a little bit more too. Um, it, it's the kind of practice I enjoy least, but it's probably the most helpful for scoring things of that nature. So we'll see how that goes. But I'm not putting practice putting more on, on my goals. That's no shade to Jason. Wow. wow. It is just not for me personally. That's fair. Uh, I'll say I'll say this in defense of your putting numbers. You definitely put it better this year. And I had the same realization of so I went from 33.8 in 22 to 32.6 last year. Yeah. Um, but it felt like I was putting so much better. And then I realized that I was hitting like two and a half greens per round more than I did the year before. So yeah. like you got to factor in the fact that, you know, you're, you're, you're hitting some putts that would have been chips last year. Right. And so that sort of thing. And anyways, so I, I will, I will advocate that you are definitely putting better than you were in the past. Yep. And so we've got a witness putts count. per round is you heard her yeah. first here. Ladies we need, and gentlemen. we need uh strips gained. Uh, putting to get calculated. Yeah, so I've, I've got Bob Rotella's uh, yeah. putting book on deck. Um, mm. We're going to give that bad boy a go after I finish uh, the other book of his that I'm reading on, which takes us conveniently into the personal goals. Um, <laughs> I myself am not a recreational reader. Um, I did not enjoy the reading that was required of me in my schooling. Um, <laughs> That's because most of those books suck. Anyways, continue. Yeah, they do. Um, Madame Bovary. Madame Bovary notwithstanding, that was a banger. Okay, yeah. Well, exceptions can be made. Um, <laughs> so I have it on my list here to finish eight books. Uh, I've got two started already. Um, we're going to try and finish eight. Uh, I am not going to allow audiobooks to count for this. Um, I think this will help with the stop staring at screens all day and being reliant on electronics. Um, so yeah, finish eight books on the list. <laughs> Stay tuned to see how that goes. Um, I have but, faith in you. But yeah, once I finish these two current ones, I'm I'm 25 percent of the way there. Um, this is a more general, uh, going to be hard to measure. It'll it'll be as the NLU guys said. This will be a pass fail um, when when we do accountability season next year. Um, but I am prioritizing sleep and stretching in in the fitness department. Kind of kind of been slacking in those areas, and um, t 
turns out it has consequences. So we, we are going to get back on the pliability regimen and uh, get into bed at a decent hour and um, ready to reap the benefits um, of those two priorities. Um, I've also got uh, 10 therapy sessions on this list. So yes. started going to therapy uh, beginning of 2022 was very helpful, very beneficial. Um, and the way it was kind of laid out was once we started, I was kind of assigned a, okay, we're going to do a 15 to 20 session kind of regimen. And then once we knocked that out, it was very uh, open-ended of like, well, just come in, you know, whenever you want, or if you don't think you need to, like we can shut your file type thing. Um, so that's not me saying, look at me, I beat therapy. Um, that's just me saying, like, that's how my process has gone. To this point. Therapy. Yeah. So I, well, I did not beat the it, game yet. It is good to approach it. You can approach it as a, this is something that is good for me to do and I can do for forever. Or you can approach it as like, I am trying to work on something and I want to gain the skills to be able right. to on my own and therefore like i'm solving a problem like a problem you would say maybe yeah i have a one i am singularly mission oriented for this i'm totally not married to a therapist at all it's fine yeah yeah that's true um so yeah would once it became kind of open-ended all just at your leisure you can schedule an appointment i i took took that leash and ran with it um and did the like I could see you oh, having a tough time just like coming in, like, you know, just, just getting a little checkup here, you know? Yeah. Well, that's the thing is like, yeah. I kind of in that season of life at once, once we hit the 15 to 20 mark, um, it was like, all right, well, like nothing significant's happening in life right now. So I don't really feel like I have anything to talk about in this hour I'm paying you for. So if something happens, I'll, I'll give you a call and we will, you know, we'll go through the sausage sausage grinder with it but um otherwise i'm not really champing at the bit to come in um but i'm going to try and do a better job of like once every five to six weeks let's come in for an alignment session uh you know if if it's a slow one it's a slow one and he and i can talk about golf as as we sometimes do mm -hmm. but um yeah we're going to try and hit 10 of those um good and then the final one I have, um, I'm on the fence about whether this is actually going to take uh, priority this year or in 25, but um, starting to seriously like uh, consider, look into an out-of-state move at some point. Um, so getting to uh, just spend an extended period of time a year, two, three, in a totally different part of the country, um, see some different grass, touch some some different fairways type thing. Um, but that's still kind of in the incubator stage. So we're we're gonna we're gonna put that one at the bottom of the list because it's not um, it's not what something I'm like I want to do this or yeah. I want to put a deadline on it. But it's like the wheel the wheels are starting to turn a little more than they have in the past. So, you know my opinions on that, Jordan. So, yeah, I do. I do. Thank you, Logan. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, very good, man. 
a lot of insight here, guys. I'm learning a lot. Yeah. Is that all you got, Jordan? I think that's it. We all sit here. Okay. I guess it's uh it's my turn to sit on the hot seat here and answer for the year that was. So uh we'll start with the golf goals. Um I believe in 2022 I logged 48 rounds of golf and I thought I could keep that up. And I was wrong. I could not. Um did, did anything significant happen in your life between yeah. now and then though? <laughs> uh, well, so, I mean, my, my child was actually born at the beginning of 2022 and I played all that golf. So yeah. I, um, as it turns out, once they, once they kind of get up and around, it's just, there's, what's the mobility, what's the mobility is, is, is out there. So, yeah. and listen, this is not like, I, I, I am very blessed to get to play golf frequently, um, yeah. and have like unreal weather all year long to do it in down here. So like, I'm things, things are good. I, I don't, this should not be construed as any sort of complaint. This is a, Logan does this not is, resent this is, for the amount yeah, of golf. Yeah. This is a realization of, uh, of, of priorities and a reshuffling yeah. of uh, priorities and specifically time priorities. And, um, you know, one of these days, maybe Rivers is going to be playing golf with me. So, uh, yeah. that would be, that would be awesome. Um, very personally fulfilling. So, uh, I don't know how many rounds I logged. I certainly played a good amount of golf. If I, if I made it to 30, that would probably be good. Okay. Um, and you know, still making time for the, uh, the wheel route corporate retreat and Jordan's fall visit. It's usually good to stuff about 10 rounds in, uh, those two weekends. So, you know, things, things do break for me there. Occasionally I had a goal to practice 48 times. I, I probably didn't do that. I was ahead of pace through the first couple months. Um, I think I, I certainly tapered off and it got really hot in the summer here. I was just like not going outside and just beating balls into the net. So, you That's know, fair. end up on me. Um, all of these things combined to me not making my third goal, which was to get my handicap in single digits. Um, I'm currently sitting at a 13.5, which I think is the lowest it might not be the lowest it's ever been, but I think it's the lowest it's been in 2023, 2023, sorry, in 2020, well, 2023 to 2024. So, um, I'm trending in a good direction and I like even playing less, I have gone out and shot what I would deem to be better scores. Um, you know, your low to mid eighties scores, uh, without like playing as much. Which I think is yeah. interesting, right? You know, so um, you know, and then certainly, uh, certainly, you kind of know where you don't play a lot, like the things that start to kind of degrade the short game, um, things of that nature. I've been driving it a lot better, guys. I want you all to know that. Um, Jordan, you maybe saw some of the the seeds of that earlier when you visited, but uh, kind of been just getting through it a little better and not spraying it so much the cone to use jason's term the cone is coming in uh which is excellent news for me um 2024 is the year of restrict <laughs> constricting the cone constricting the I cone uh, i had a goal to to break 80 twice i did not i think i shot an 81 and an 82 um i think i, I i'm not i'm not totally positive i think there was one definitely you shot you shot an 82 at hammock creek Okay, so maybe the 82 is my best score. Um, yeah. And then I was feeling really good that day. I vividly remember a couple shots that had they gone slightly differently. We would be talking about the one time that I broke 80 this year. <laughs> uh, but um, so I failed there again. So we're over 4. 
I'm very much Grint stalking you right now just to help out where I can. Am I trending? It, how is my is my handicap actually trending in the right direction? Because it, it feels like it sort of is, but it kind of like was at like yeah. 14.5 and then it was at 14.1. I think you didn't 13, have much five. fluctuation at all this year. Um, okay. Like you, you peaked at 15.1. Um, it kind of stayed there for a while right, I didn't play a ton. right before and during the corporate retreat and then it consistently Which is a great planning on your part to get to more strokes for like that's right right i really i really made use of that if i recall correctly as well the venmo receipt would indicate <laughs> that, <laughs> that things went well for me the wolf so yeah, um, your high is 15.1 your low is 13.5 so. okay and then i had a goal to play six new courses i looked at it i think i played at least eight nice new courses. you got a lot of courses on here um Jealous. which was which was nice i played uh i played a course in arkansas i played palmetto pine over in like the fort myers area and then um i mean just from a highlight standpoint jordan and i got to play the park in west palm that was really cool that was probably like my favorite new one this year um so so yeah so that's all good news uh life personal stuff i wanted to do hard 75 again i did not um we had some <laughs> there was some some family conversations surrounding uh m me doing that it wasn't it wasn't great timing um again there's some schedule stuff dinners bath times things of that nature it's a little hard to just say maybe get my second workout in uh every day so i think it's doable i would like to roll that one forward into this year and maybe try to set aside a time to do it but uh i would need to do some better planning as far as like it's it's doing the two workouts a day that's like honestly the that's the thing that requires the planning like you can gut through not drinking you can get as sad as that is to sound say you can gut through um not having not like eating any junk food for 75 days but it's like if, if you do it you do 150 workouts in 75 days so that is commitment that's not light work. And like, you're not going to feel awesome because you could be sore. And also you have, you have just a plan. So it's like an hour and a half a day of working out in theory. So that's, um, but it's a good way to lose weight. Uh, it turns out, it turns out if you work out 150 times in 75 days and don't drink and don't eat any junk food, you will in fact get shredded. So Science. I'm just, just letting you know. That sounds okay. anecdotal at best. Who's <laughs> amongst us? Um, I had body weight under 180. I think that was a unrealistic goal. Um, I believe after I had like a violent bout of sickness at the end of 2022 or 20, yeah, I um, was like at 183, and I I think my my like cruising weight is 190. I don't want to like I don't want to do a body weight goal going into this year. I, I would I like be interested that. in doing some yeah. sort of like a like body fat percentage goal or something like that. I don't know how to do that. I don't know that I want to pay to like go float in the, in the bod pod or something just to figure just to just find out that I'm like 40% body fat, which would be terrible. So um, not good for the mental health. I had a goal to read six books. Probably didn't do that. I think I read a few, three or four. So More and then than I, two, but less. I, I put on here a goal to fish 10 times. I honestly could not tell you what I was thinking. I don't think, I, I don't know if I fished a single time. I might've fished once and that is disappointing to me because I like to fish. But um, again, 
you know, a lot of activities. Sometimes you, that, that take time. Seasons of life, man. Seasons of life, for sure. So, um, yeah, so that was, so I was one for nine, I think, officially on the docket there. And, uh, you know, noble goals. So we're going to move, we're yeah. going to move into 2024. I'd like to roll most of the golf goals forward. Um, I think sub 10 handicap is in the cards for me if I, practice yeah. a little bit more but i don't think i'm i don't think like 48 rounds of golf is is happening so i think maybe we could uh like i could do some sort of i'm kind of workshopping this on the fly here so i'm open to uh to some suggestions but some version of like practice plus rounds of golf played you know if that equates to two you know once 1.5 times a week or something like that um that would put me at like what 70 like 75 total golfings <laughs> um which yeah so let's just put that 75 golf sessions well and as on you know on the positive side as rivers continues to get more mobile and agile right. um he's he's getting towards perfect like chipping putting green this uh, is true. go 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 fetch daddy's balls from the cup and uh, bring them back, and, and we'll we'll show you how to hit the tie spinner age. <laughs> this is true. This is a good point. Um, we are certainly getting in there. It's going to be too soon, which is crazy to think. Yeah. So I had four, practice forty eight times. Sub ten handicap stays. Break eighty twice stays. And I think six new courses also should stay. Um, that's a good. That's a good goal. I think it's pretty, frankly, pretty doable in. In my area and um you know i at, at this point like idealize maybe doing a you know a proper golf trip at some point or you know at least a, a weekend trip um from the standpoint of life goals uh i'm gonna put read 10 books and i'm going to count audiobooks works out well for me um <laughs> uh, please please use spotify I, I am shout out to Evan. I am using Thank them. You. If they start restricting me, then I'm going to have to do something else. But um, I don't plan on management. I don't plan on whipping through them that quite that fast. But maybe Evan can drop me a code or something. Uh, <laughs> you can take the governor switch off of our profiles. I'd like to do like three. They don't have to be full weekends, but like nights away with uh, with the intern. Um, so <laughs> that sounds like an HR violation. <laughs> no, I, I think that that would be nice. We, we've kind of, I think have been realizing that I, I, again, I, I do not want to be doing the like new parent thing and like, whoa, whoa is us. That's not what I'm doing. I think we're just realizing that like from a time prioritization standpoint, um, we lack, uh, like just a quality time. Just one-on-one -on -one time. Yes, exactly. Um, I crave one-on-one -on -one time with everybody, right? You know, and it's like, it's just not really in the cards anymore. So I think I'd like to, like, I'm going to put three on here <laughs> because that would be one one a quarter and then, like, factoring out, like, the uh, the, the holiday quarter because that's probably, there's that's probably, probably going to be. That's probably taken already. Yeah, yeah that's, probably, that's taken. So um, I also have one here to... It's so like we kind of had this conversation like uh, we want to like get our house to a point where we don't have to do anything else on it. And like if something came up and we were like wanted to sell our house, we could do it. Um, 
or we could put our house on them like our house would like be market ready so like i would like the house to be market ready by the end of 24 that is this year right so do you have do you have a specific list of what that yes. entails yeah yeah um we have the guest bathroom to be redone which is the big ticket item and then we are pretty much done in the kitchen we need to do some we need to do the backsplash in the kitchen and some like minor wall work uh cosmetic stuff but like honestly the only thing that's really like left to do big time is the um is the uh the the bathroom the guest bathroom nice. so maybe loading up and, and trying to like get that done would be nice i think we have good experience we did our other bathroom a couple years ago and like i pretty much did it like myself slash with with friends and uh it dragged on for a couple months and it, it didn't really need to so looking at that now knowing this is this is like the the bathroom that the boy bathes in so you know you're gonna have to like kind of get things swapped around pretty quickly so um i think that would be a good like around here practical goal uh that would be motivating as well um and then like some version of like i i kind of would be interested in doing hard 75 again but i don't know if i need to like say that i will do i will do it but maybe maybe, maybe yeah. a medium a medium well 75 or so something maybe, like uh, is there still benefit in like a hard 40 you know like, uh sure i honestly like I, I think like some version of like doing everything but you know just like maybe not being quite as uh militaristic about the like the second workout every day and then like mm -hmm. sometimes it makes sense that it can happen i could take the dog and go for a walk sometimes if it doesn't happen i don't like it's not like i failed right yeah. so um so yeah some version of that i think this is just kind of a good thing to do frankly it's probably good to like not drink for a couple months and you know reset to the body chemistry and things of that nature so um yeah so i think i'm, I'm sort of simplifying my list for this year uh but i think we have some accomplishable things that's always important. Yes. You never Our want to list. look at a list and be like, dang, a lot of things have to fall into place. <laughs> Any of these. What's the, what's the SMART acronym again for SMART goals? Social, materialistic, animalistic. Animalistic was definitely in there. I remember that. Rigid. Rage. Rigid. <laughs> what was so, that one I sent you from that lady that uh, I work with, Jordan? Oh, man. Learner. <laughs> There's just like a word in there that doesn't go with all the others. It's like, is this an it SAT? It was like repeated twice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> action. Yeah, it was like learner, doer, action. Like, uh, I don't. <laughs> You've added acrostics. That's bad. Uh, specific, awesome. measurable, achievable, relevant, and time bound or timely. Yeah. That makes sense. That's the middle one. Of, it's important. Of covering those bases. Yeah. Yeah. So we cut out one of the golf goals or one of the like life, one of the, the uh, activity goals, I should say, from last year. And we have eight goals. So anyhow, yeah. excellent. All right, good work. Happy, happy to do that. Do you, do you guys have anything else to say before we land the ship on this pod? We'll, we'll do this. This is a good, this is a good thing to do. We'll check in next year. Yeah, it is a good Hopefully. thing. Thanks, thanks to everybody who stuck it out. And if you see us, just ambush us with 
accusations that we aren't achieving our goals. Yeah, feel free to keep us relatively accountable. Yeah. Try to force beers, foist beers upon me when you see me yeah. and Tip see us. if I'm... Twist Logan's arm and break his heart. Oh no, <laughs> they gave me some beers. Uh, <laughs> what am I going to do? I was trapped. As long as there's 75 days left in the year, I could always start, you know. <laughs> Mid-October. <laughs> Mid-October, things start getting kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, the holidays are going to be potentially That's tough. tough. Yeah. Jordan, yeah. you've been oh, you've yeah. been there. Enjoy doing this again. I think this is good. Yeah, it's <laughs> Absolutely. a good exercise. I think this is why these ad reads on these episodes command the highest dollar. That's right. So shout out to us for cashing in on That's our right. uh, vulnerability. Cool, cool. All right. Well, thanks for joining the Wheel Route Podcast. You know what it is. The Wheel Route Podcast. Oh, sorry, the wheel route the wheel Jeez, is the website. Uh, you can go there. Um, check in on some things. Maybe we'll post the goals there. <laughs> the gold, the gold check in should be publicly posted on the website. That would be a good reason thing to post on the yeah, website. That would be a step forward in the accountability right. department. That's true. Um, wheel route podcast at gmail.com. If you have any any notes you want to send along, uh, if you get goals of your own, you want to send us, yeah. uh, and maybe we'll read them before the next time we record an episode. And uh, yeah anyhow thank you for joining us if you stuck out this long we love you it was a good season can't wait to do it again go gators go who's go dukes